0: Hi, I'm Lana Flatteron, and today I'm interviewing Ming Chen, owner of a Shared Universe podcast studio and podcaster, which is where I'm podcasting now to talk specifically about his expertise and experience in being a webmaster since I just launched my own website. I also want to talk about Ming's experience starting his own company two years ago in 2018 and podcasting. So Ming, thank you for doing this with me today.
1: Absolutely. Anytime, my friend.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, please explain what a webmaster is and what a day, week, month looked like as a webmaster for you.
1: <laughs> um, well, I always like the term webmaster. Like how many times, you know, if you fix cars, it's not like auto master. Or, you know, if, even if you're good at sports, it's not like baseball master. So uh, webmaster basically just maintaining we- uh building and maintaining websites, uh, which is something, I, uh, I really loved doing um, I learned how to do it way back in 1995 94 95 so this is a very long time ago and this was before uh, this is before like social media this is before any any of these big sites that you know of even existed there was no Amazon no Facebook no Instagram no Google there was no Google back then and um, I uh, so I started very early and uh, I um, nobody was even really using the internet back then. But I, I met I met these nerds in college who were like, "Hey, you should check this out. It's called the World Wide Web. You can build your own website." I'm like, "What's that? What the heck is that?" And uh, they showed me. I was like, "Wow, this is like a like kind of like a magazine on your computer." And uh, so back then, everyone was just building their own personal websites. You would put up your own photos and kind of brag about yourself. There was no like business there were no businesses with websites it was just all it was for it was for nerds pretty much anybody who was really into computers but i loved the immediacy of it like i could take a photo and put it up and and people from uh halfway around the world could see it a second later i was like wow that's pretty cool or if i misspelled something i could go back and fix it really quick and nobody would ever know and uh i uh yeah it was cool i um i didn't think anybody would ever pay me to do it until one day I think it was like a travel agency. It was like, hey, this website stuff looks really cool. Can we'll give you a hundred bucks to uh, set up a website for us? I was like, real a hundred bucks? <laughs> that was, in college, I was like a fortune. So, so I did it. I was like, I wonder if more people would do this. And slowly, more businesses started. Uh, they they caught on. They're like, this is a uh, this is a great way to market. We could sell stuff on here. And it's uh, soon to become more commonplace. And I just hit it right at the right time right like literally after after i graduated a year later i got a job right away um as a webmaster so uh (laughs) to answer your question uh yeah i build and i maintain websites so whether it be for businesses for personal use for it's it may i mean these days all it's all for businesses like if you it's great if you have a business if you have something to promote if you have a product you need you need a website that's that everybody needs a website um and uh i'm uh, yeah i building but- ma- building and maintaining them is a is a job so that's that's what I do so yeah a typical day will be uh, like well what what's new what needs updating what is outdated on the website and uh you go and and uh and maintain that and fix that uh are there any new is there any news are there any new products I need to add are there do I need to change prices on something what needs to be updated do we have a new service do we have uh you know what's what's new put that on there what's old Archive that, take that off, or um, you know, take it off the front page so it's not outdated. That's a whole day. That's uh, that's a whole day to day kind of maintenance. And um, yeah, I mean, weekly, monthly, I mean, it's it's almost every day you got to go and and, uh, and and see what needs to be updated. It's nice that you can do it immediately um back in the day if you were to update people you would i guess maybe you'd write a newsletter or even like a newspaper if something changes or if they if there's a typo or they misquoted somebody then they have next day of the print a retraction or like you can't change a newspaper once it's printed but the website you can just go and, uh, and fix things immediately so um but that that comes in maintenance, and that comes in uh, what what I would do day to day. So uh, yeah, if there's anything inaccurate, gotta fix it. Uh, if there's anything that need, needs to be added, add it on there. But yeah, it's a, it's it's a lot of work. It's fun though.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, because like. I just launched mine. I don't really know much about it. I'm going to need help.
1: Yeah, but and you know that you need you need a website. You uh, if you you have an event coming up, yes. you have to promote it. And
0: yes, November ninth.
1: Yeah, November ninth. <laughs> and you know you can tell people about it, but people are like well, we're, we're you, you know you have you can't if you have a big event you can't sit there and tell people everything. I will check out all the information on the website. They can go at their own pace and find out all about it. Sign up for it. So. Uh yeah it's um yeah everybody needs a website
0: yeah so that I mean that drove me to get it launched before yeah. my class so people could go on to the website yeah. it's now you know launched and um yeah it's November ninth it's a monthly goal setting class but so me just launching my website what advice would you give me to maintain it what should I invest in.
1: I um so I think uh, you're using a platform you're using a platform of Squarespace, yeah. which is a pretty common place. There's WordPress out there. There's Wix. Uh, there are a whole bunch of uh, um recently launched uh, website programs where uh, pretty much anybody can go and sign up and put up a put up a website. You put a little more time into it, you can make it a little fancier. Um, advice though, I uh, I would. I would probably, I you know, I would probably hop on there on a daily basis, make sure everything is accurate, make sure. Uh, I think the the one thing you notice about most websites is uh, the information gets outdated very quickly, and uh, people don't go on there often enough to to update it. I, I'm guilty of that my, <laughs> myself. Um, uh, for our yeah you know, our, our the stuff we do is so fast moving here we're recording shows we're, we're launching shows we're putting them up and uh, I I'm you know I have to try to keep up with all of that and uh, sometimes it's not you know sometimes days will go by before it's like oh man I gotta update that so um, but that that's my advice for anybody running a website you get you gotta you gotta you gotta keep it you gotta keep keep it updated and it's tough it's a job it's definitely a job for sure um, but. Uh, you know, you want to make sure all the all the links are working correctly. That everything's going to where they're supposed to to, to go to. It's uh, yeah, it's like maintaining any, anything really. Um, it's uh, you know, you you wake up, you work out, you take a shower, you go to work. It's kind of it's a, it's almost like a routine. Or even uh, you know, if you own a car, you can't you have to change oil every so often. You know, you have to go change the brakes and. uh get it washed every so often. It's not, it's pretty, it's, it's more or less like that, just easier and it uh, doesn't cost as much as maintaining a car, hopefully.
0: <laughs> so like, so my brain is not a webmaster. So that's why I'm saying like, what advice can you give me to maintain as far as maybe I should hire somebody or like what should I invest in? I
1: mean, that would um, that would depend on your budget. I imagine you're trying to do this for as, uh, for as little cost as possible. Right uh, luckily actually getting the website is pretty pretty cheap it's you know like 8 10 maybe 15 bucks a month um, yeah, and they're easy enough to learn if you put a little time into it maintenance wise uh, yeah usually I tell uh, um, people have made a lot of tutorial videos on YouTube that would probably be your foremost resource for anything you would want to learn how to do you know it's like how do I put how do I set up a mailing list uh, how do I move this this image over here how do i you know how do i shrink it how do i add a new section most people put up some really really good detailed easy to follow tutorial videos on youtube and uh which is which is nice because uh yeah we didn't always have that so there's some blogs and websites out there as well that you can check out i think youtube is probably the number one source even um or, or if you're using a service like squarespace uh they have tutorial videos as well um they're worth they're worth checking into. Usually these tutorials are anywhere from like five minutes to 15 minutes. Some are even more elaborate depending on the, the complexity of what you want to do. But uh, what I like, people, you, you know, they'll screen capture and they'll show you step by step, like drag this over here and type this in and go to this section. And uh, yeah, if you have time, and uh, I would definitely check those out for sure.
0: Anything specific? Because you were a webmaster, anything you used?
1: Um, well I I'm old school so I learned how to like I coded everything by hand when I was learning. It was literally like writing code like line by line on uh, uh, now it's very easy you can literally drag and drop images in and um, yeah I but, but I actually but that being said uh, I didn't our, our website for the business uh, when it came down to I, I had to get something up very quickly. things were moving very fast we had uh, we had to get our online presence up within. Uh, uh, you know, within seven days, within a week, and I'm like, wow, okay, I could go and hand code my own website and put this up, or I should probably look into some of these services. Uh, I was resistant at first because it all kind of seemed like, oh, this is too easy. It's a, uh, this is all in the box. You know, this it, it's like, it was like a website in a box. It's like, do I do I want that? But there, uh, things like Squarespace, WordPress, very fully featured, very easy to maintain. And very easy to get up. Like within an hour, uh, I was online with the website. And I, I decided to go to check out the Squarespace route. And um, for businesses, it's very good. And uh, I wish they were paying me to say this. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe but I one day. Them, yeah, I give them a big plug. Yeah, I mean, I was very resistant at first. I didn't want my website to look like everybody else's. Uh, but they have so many different themes and templates. And you customize it. So, um, you know, so it's less, it, it, you, you can make it very much your own. And uh, yeah, just a, it, it was just easier and quicker to get something up, especially for the business. And um, uh, that's yeah, that's I'm—I'm I'm a big proponent uh, for using Squarespace for anybody who is just getting started and needs to launch very quickly and do it on a on a, you know relatively low budget.
0: Any resources specifically outside Squarespace to learn tutorials? Any specific person you follow? I was, or blog? Yeah, I was
1: trying to think about that. Um, there's a I. I like setting it up, I would I would definitely go to YouTube. Um, but after that, I was like, oh, I want I want to learn some design. You know how uh, some design tricks. Uh, there's a guy out there. I think he's in England. His name is Chris Spooner. He has a website. He has a website called Spoon Graphics, and uh, I'm I find myself over on his uh, tutorials a lot, learning about design, and uh, just uh, I I I started my my one true love is graphic design. So and there's always something to learn. Um, uh, but that plays well in building websites because you can make them look a lot better if you have some graphic design skills. So, but even something as simple, you know, resizing images, things like that. Uh, that there are great tutorials out there. But uh, yeah, Chris Boone, is a, he's he's, uh, he's he's a great designer, and um, I like uh, people who are really good at what they do. A lot of them will take a lot of time to just release free tutorials. So there's so many resources out there.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, Thank you. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> So, to outsource maintaining a website, how much does it normally cost? Do you recommend a specific place, or what's the best way to find someone?
1: That's a great question. So <laughs> you can look locally. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of companies set up in the area uh, that will help you. That will sit down with you, find out what your aesthetics are, what your tastes are, and uh, they they'll build websites for you. Then usually you end up paying some kind of monthly fee or an hourly fee to maintain it, and uh, yeah, those are those are a dime a dozen now. Um, they're located all over the place. Uh, even uh, right here in this building, we have uh, a couple guys on the third floor. They're called uh, 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 Everyday Espo. The uh, guy who runs it, his last name is Esposito. So uh, give, I'll give them a the plug. They're they're a bunch <laughs> of young. Young guys that uh that they don't sleep much like I do. We're always the last ones out of the building, like leaving here at one, two in the morning. Um, but it's because we care about our clients and our customers. Uh, there there's another company uh, located over at Fort Monmouth called Colossus Media Group. They're a bunch of good guys. Uh, again, like they, uh, all, they're all these kids starting these media companies because they have the energy to uh, to stay up and maintain your website for you. Um, I think I, I I haven't really checked current pricing. Um, I think the costs have come down a lot since there's so much competition now, and um, the uh, so the benefits of going somewhere local is you know you can contact them immediately if you have to stop by and ask something like they're they're there they're local, um, but I, most of the U.S. based companies will well they'll they'll cost you a little bit. Um, I, I have to check current prices, and it, it depends on what you want. Um, I think something like you built for your event, not nothing too elaborate, date, time, information, sign up. Um, I would imagine if you were to hire a firm to do that for you, around you know one to two hundred dollars maybe, and then maintenance would be um, you know lower than that per month. Uh, but now there are uh, there are websites like Fiverr. I don't know if you're familiar with Fiverr, uh, yes. where you can go and people you tell people. You tell designers and webmasters and people who build stuff out there what you want, and then they'll they'll bid on it. So, uh, you know, one guy will be like, hey, I'll do it for 50 bucks. Or another will be, hey, I'll do it for 25. Um, uh, which is good if you're on a budget. Um, uh, a lot of these people are not located in the country, though. So, you know, I, I don't, you know, there may be a language barrier. Uh, there might be time zone differences. And uh, it's not like you can call them on the phone. It's like, hey, uh, you misspelled this. Can you change it right now? Like you don't know when they're gonna get back to you. So that's kind of the trade-off uh, between cost, but their cost and uh, and the the quality of work that you're getting. But there there are some very good people out there. So um, I think if you go to Fiverr, you can see you can see reviews uh, that past clients um, have left. So you can kind of judge uh, on that as well. So it's a mixed bag. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think if you can afford a more local personal service uh it's well worth it uh, but if it's for something simple that you need uh something like a like a fiverr is uh is not a bad resource at all and then you go on there people do logos uh, i think you you can you can pretty much get any kind of uh like online digital service all fiverr now your uh, your 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 quality might vary though depending on uh who the person is and what you're paying for um but I think, uh, yeah, a lot of the uh, the overseas, they uh, you know they, they have a lower cost of living, so they're able to do things a lot cheaper than they are here. But sometimes it might be a trade off.
0: Yeah. No. Thank you. So, my whole thing is that I'm a big comfort person, and yeah. so what's what I'm going to feel comfortable. Like I do feel I used Fiverr before, but um, I, I'm always how do you find people? So unless somebody recommends, so yep. when Word you said yeah. when you just recommended like two places, but if you didn't do that, how do you find someone locally?
1: Um, I mean, it, it, uh, you you know, it'd be anything as simple as doing you know like a Google business search or you know just a Google search on what, what's around. But we have so many great resources. Like uh, I think even like Yelp. You can go onto Yelp and uh, type in the name of uh, a business you may have found randomly, and um, the uh, I I, I, may, I take big stock in customer reviews for sure. Um, I think, uh, well, I, you know, I, of course, you're going to get some good ones. And then no matter how good they are, you're probably going to have some bad ones in there, too. So if I go into something like Yelp or like a Google business review, I automatically uh, I'll take out of consideration like the most glowing review and then the worst review. And I kind of I kinda get the average from uh, the rest of them. But I think, you know, real written reviews from real people, that's I mean, you can I think you can you can learn a lot from that for sure. Okay. yeah I, I ask around though especially with websites everyone's got one so every and most people have had someone build it for them so um, if I see a cool website for a cool business or a friend maybe a friend has a business hey who built your site how much did it cost did you like them you know were they reliable did they pick up the phone did they they get back to you in a timely manner uh, word of mouth is very 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 uh, big in uh, it's yeah especially now since uh, you can pull up reviewers from all over the world for something immediately.
0: Okay, thank you. Sure. So, are there any books and or podcasts and or courses <laughs> you would recommend to learn all the components involved in maintaining a website? I was
1: thinking of this. I don't do people read books anymore? Like I don't <laughs> I, I, still, I do you?
0: I still do and, and even Audible uh, Audible I, th- I use.
1: I think the problem with books is that since uh, you know, they they're they're published every you know, very infrequently that a lot of the info that you would find in a book might be outdated by the time you read it. So that's why I think something in a digital format is uh, is a lot better. You know, like a YouTube video or a website or um, the uh, on, online courses. That's that's a good question. Uh, there's a website called Lynda.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. That's Lynda with it? a Y. L Y N D A, and uh, there's there's a ton of online digital courses from everything from graphic design to coding to uh building websites on there that i think is is well worth checking out um i think linda's got a, a monthly subscription fee which is yeah, which is why I just, i'll just go to, on youtube like there's so much great free stuff on youtube like you could literally learn how to change out like a car engine on youtube if you wanted to or uh you know fix a carburetor or you know i, I there's there's so much. There's so much great stuff on there, uh, that's in, insane. But specifically the websites, yeah, you you can learn. You, it's it's like the best classroom ever.
0: No, thank you. Yes, but I feel like there's so much out there, so you don't there know is. what you're getting. Yeah, <laughs> you so can waste them... a lot of time on you know looking at stuff that maybe is not that good. So that's yeah. why I always like try to ask people that know what do they use and that's yeah. why i'm asking you like youtube any- cool though you can kind
1: of skip ahead and like oh is this <laughs> is this worth watching is like eh i don't i don't know but the, mm-hmm. i mean the trade off is it's it's free so you know yes. you haven't you didn't pay any money
0: yes but there's um, a lot of information there's so a lot it's of like information. what's good what's yeah. the what's the top quality information for, Right. For,
1: for um something? i think after you look around you'll see there are certain uh tutorial creators or content creators uh, that are very good so you, you can go in the, and check out um, all the stuff that that they've done um all the all their online tutorials yeah you just can't, it's it's like anything else even if you take a class like oh you know this professor is not very good or this teacher is not mm-hmm. very good but oh i found another one uh, over here, um, let's check out all the other classes that that they that they offer, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's really trial and error for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's why I'm asking you because yeah. you know.
1: Good point. <laughs> Good point. Um,
0: but and also podcasts Since you're in the world of podcasting, like I don't yeah know if there's a I don't know if podcasts there, on there I don't that. know if there are
1: any website maintenance podcasts out there. I haven't really looked into that to but be honest with you. Something on the subject. Um. I, yeah, I don't know. I think right now, I don't know. I um. I think uh, I think the only reason why I haven't, if uh, I'm sure there are some mm-hmm. out there. I think the re- the only reason I haven't subscribed is, uh, uh, like a podcast will, you know, maybe teach you something in 30 minutes to an hour. Whereas if I need to learn how to, you know, set up a form or something, I need to learn it right now. So I'll go on to YouTube and uh, find the five minute tutorial, uh, which is visual and learn it from that. Mm-hmm. It's very immediate, mm-hmm. and I need like I and it's like I need to learn it now because I'm working on it right now. So yeah. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of uh, just learning things <laughs> off of YouTube.
0: Okay, great, thanks. But one last thing on this yeah. topic. So, I just so I guess they said it's all new and there's tracking and analytics and yeah. stuff like that. And recently, someone's like took my Facebook pic- pixel and put it in a Facebook ad. But can you talk about anything like that as far as what you need to do to maybe start tracking your website? Like, like um, I said, this is new terms to m- yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you probably know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I think the biggest thing for tracking is that Google's got a free Google Analytics, it's called. And uh, you go on there, you sign up, and uh, yeah, there's a little piece of code that you can paste in. It's called a tracking pixel. And every time somebody loads up your website, it'll track as much as it can. Demographics, where they, where they came from, how long they were on your site for, uh, which pages they visited, uh, how many people came how long they stayed it's pretty it's pretty deep some of them can even try to break it down uh, you know male female age demographics uh using information that's that's already on your computer so um yeah i I would go google analytics is probably the 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 best and it's free too so even better so
0: when i was what i'm talking about on my squarespace the facebook pixel yeah you know what i'm talking about and so is that specific for facebook yes okay and like, so is there anything else on Squarespace to use, or uh, they're probably some. Go they probably some,
1: yeah. I, I would. I just. I mean, the Google one's so deep, and and, and even and first, all, it's free. So that's the uh, you know. I, I mean, if you want to pay, you can get even deeper uh, analytics and results. Um, you'll probably get a lot of stuff that you don't even need. So I think the basic uh, Google Analytics uh, uh, kind of program, software package, whatever you want to call it. Service. It's more actually. as a service. Um, will uh, is, is enough for the, the the normal the normal user.
0: And how concerned should somebody be with that information?
1: As in, like, do, I mean, are you dwelling on like dwelling on your numbers and it's like, oh Not man, it didn't.
0: but should I be? I
1: mean, I, I it. I don't know about cons- I, I think concerned is a pretty strong word. I would check into it every so often just to see, you know, if you're running a Facebook ad, mm-hmm. you want to see if, if it's working. If, pe- if people who see it are coming to visit your, your site or your event, and if they're not, yeah, then I would be concerned. I was like, oh, well, why am I paying all this money, and then it doesn't seem to be working. Maybe I need to change the photo, or I need I need to change my strategy. Um, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't lose would not I wouldn't. I don't know if I would necessarily lose sleep over over numbers. Um, but it's kind of cool. You can, uh, you know, you probably want to be trending upwards as you as you go along. So that's a that's a, it's just, it's a good way to see if what you're doing is working or not. If you're, you know, if you're posting enough about it, if peop if anybody if 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 people are paying attention, um, yeah, especially for an event, you want to hopefully people see your ad, people are visiting your website, and hopefully they're then signing up. So okay, yeah. But I wouldn't lose too much sleep over it.
0: Okay. So anything else? Because well, I want to switch the topic yeah. to your business. But <laughs> anything else that you think that having a website people should know about or do?
1: Uh, I just keep it well maintained. I, if you, yeah, you know, if I visit a business and uh, you know they have an ad for Valentine's Day up, and uh, we're in October <laughs> right now, it's almost Halloween. And I was like, all right, clearly they're not putting any time into their website. Clearly they, you know, it looks like they don't care. So. Uh, you know it's a reflection of their business in my opinion and uh, so yeah spend time spend as much time as you can uh, maintaining it and just uh, make sure the, the information's up to date and that'll uh, that'll say a lot for for the people visiting you And uh, you know right now no one's in the back in the I guess you if you want to find a business I guess you go to the yellow pages or a newspaper ad or I don't I don't know everything's based on your website now or or your digital presence. Um, uh, you know, if I want to learn about, say, a new restaurant opened up down the street, I'll go and check their website to see the menu, uh, I'll go into Yelp to see what other people have been there are saying, um, and then I'll check out their Facebook page as well. I mean, those are kind of that's kind of my process in looking into a business. Uh, you know, do I want to visit them or not? Is this worth my time and money, most importantly? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, so it's, it's it's important to maintain your digital presence.
0: Okay, thank you. So let's talk about how you started your podcast studio. (laughs) So
1: now we get to the fun part.
0: Um, What was the process and how do you currently run Maintain It?
1: (laughs) Uh, This is a very unique business, as in there aren't... um, It's something that's very new. It was something that was a total experiment. It was something that I didn't know if anybody would use. So I started podcasting about 10 years ago, and I did it for fun. I just wanted to talk about nerdy stuff. I wanted to... um, I wanted to podcast about movie reviews and just, you know, if you, uh, if, I mean, you've been here, you look around, we're collectors, we're very much into pop culture and comic books and movies here, and I guess I just needed an outlet for that, and I wanted to talk to other nerds about uh, all the nerdy stuff I was into, so that's why we started podcasting, it was, it was fun. And um, not only was it fun, it was it was addicting. As in, we wanted to do this every week. Was, uh, we wanted to record a show every week. We wanted to launch a show every week. And then once people started listening to it, that makes it even more addicting. It's like, oh man, I gotta put up another, <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, p- people would give you feedback. They're like, oh man, that episode you did last week was awesome, when's the next one? Like, what are you gonna talk about next time? Uh, or they would throw suggestions. It was, And I was like, wow, this is a real show. This is like a, uh, a TV show, whatever. This is a real show, and um, I thought that was cool. we, uh, we were, uh, me and whoever I was talking to. I was like, "Hey, we're just a couple of nerds with set up microphones and recorded our voices, but we put it on the internet on this podcast platform, and uh, it's it, 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 it uh, people are really liking it." So it was, uh, yeah, it was it was so much. It was fun. Uh, I guess it, it got to a point where we were like, hey, I wonder, I wonder if other people would would have as much fun doing this as we do. And um, yeah, we're we're. I was just you know we're just kind of surely. This isn't something that's just limited to us. Like everybody should be doing this. It's so easy. It's so. It's, and it, and I keep using the word fun, but it is. It's uh, this is like one of the most fun things I've, I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I guess. And all I do is really talking behind a microphone. But I think um, I yeah, I kind of come from a place mindset wise where when I find something really awesome or something that I love, like I want other people to love it too. So. Um so we uh and um, I think this place, the studio was more or less birthed because people who would listen to our show would come up to us, they would uh, as I travel a lot and um or I was over at the comic book shop down the street or wherever the people would find us, we'd be like, hey you're we love your podcast, we love listening to it. I think it sounds like fun, we want to do it too, like can you teach us? can you teach how do I start my own podcast and I was like huh i i I guess. I could tell you um like i I can give you a quick 10 minute lesson i guess on like what gear to buy and how to upload it and how to make it available uh but in the back of our heads we were always like man wouldn't it be cool if we opened up like a classroom or studio and we could do a legit class which would probably be you know maybe an hour maybe two hours and uh and actually sit down with people and tell them everything we know that we've learned in the last 10 years and make it like a real class and uh, yeah, we kind of kicked around uh, a, an idea about opening up a, a studio. It's like, why don't we just rent out some cheap office space? We have all the gear already, and start teaching people. And then once they learn, then maybe they'll come back every week and record their episodes. And then we could we can make it into a business. So, um, and it sounded pretty far fetched at the time. Was nobody was doing that. And uh, I guess one day we just kind of got off our butts. Found some cheap office space we did exactly that mm-hmm. um brought all our gear here um you know cobbled some things together and uh and and started a studio and it was um but yeah it was a total experiment i didn't know if anybody would use this i, I was like would well people pay to come and podcast if we set up a like a really cool looking studio and um, I was like, well, that you know, we're we're kind of like, well, that's like anything else. Uh, we'll have all the gear. Like people don't have to worry about buying gear. They don't have to really. All they have to do is come here and talk and start their own show. And uh, yeah, and and it, yeah, it was something I loved doing anyways. So so yeah, so we set up the studio, um, opened it up January first, two thousand eighteen. And uh, yeah, at first, uh, you know, our friends would come down, and then so their friends, friends of friends, would come down, and then uh, there was that one day when we had people coming down, clients, and they're like, "Well, we don't know these people; these no, these aren't anyways friends. They found us on on Facebook, um, and they came down, and I was like, Oh man, like we better we we can't screw this up because if we do, they'll tell all their friends, and then we'll we you know this this business won't take off.' But um, they came, they podcasted for, I think, like three hours, and they had so much fun. I remember they were leaving with smiles on their faces, like, hey, can we come back and do this next week? And I I, I told them, absolutely. I, and they left, and I was like, wow, this might work. This uh, That was really fun. They had fun. We had fun. Um, they got what they needed, and, uh, yeah, and it, it kind of took off from there. So now we have, uh, yeah, we have podcasters from all over starting. Shows about uh, anything from real estate law to inspiration to fitness, um, to uh, the four the four nerds that want to come down and, and argue about sci-fi movies, which was kind of why we started. But uh, I realized very early on that like this is for everybody, no matter what you do, um, you know, no matter how old you are or what your background is, everybody has something to say. Um, everybody has a passion that they follow. Everybody seems to be, you know, in the entrepreneur game or starting a business or even even if you don't have anything long term, you just want to promote an event, do it on a podcast. It's uh, it's way it's way more fun than putting a little like one inch newspaper ad. It's uh, it, and it's uh, it's long form, too. You know, you can sit here. You can sit here and talk about what you want to do or your event for an hour, two hours or you know, whatever you want to do rather than. Uh, if you did a radio ad, maybe you get 30 seconds, maybe, and it costs you $1,000. Like, like, no, that, that, and nobody listens to radio anymore. Everyone's listening to podcasts. So, um, yeah, I always tell people, hey, you like listening to podcasts? You know what's even better? Make creating your own. Mm-hmm. Create your own. Start your own show. Why not? Mm-hmm. Surely, uh, yeah, surely you've got someone to talk, something to talk about, and, uh, you know, maybe you have a friend who would want to co-host with you. So, um, yeah, so we, we, uh, so we spread that love, and it's it's working out pretty well so far. No, that's I, awesome. I love it. I love having. I I love seeing people like you come down, and um. And and starting your own show. I don't know. This is probably <laughs> something that you never thought you would do, right? No. Yeah, and same here. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to talk into a microphone. And my background was you know like putting up websites, or doing you know I, I sat by a computer. That's what I did for the majority of my life, and I I loved it. I still love it, but. Um, yeah, I never thought I'd go into any kind of, like, media or mass media format. I never I I thought I would be starting my own show mm-hmm. for anything, <laughs> it just, it's not, I'm very shy, I mm-hmm. don't, but it's weird, it, I, I've seen, once you put a microphone in, in front of somebody, and you have kind of a nice, safe, insulated environment, like this one, they'll just start talking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And then if you talk about what you're passionate about or something that you're really into, uh, you know, forget about it. You're you're good. That's your show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh yeah you, you could, you could do that. Uh, you could do that. Uh, um, you know, with your eyes shut and your hands hands tied behind your back. It's it's so great.
0: Yeah. No. I. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I saw it last year for the yeah. first time, and it was just like, oh yeah, I want to try this. Yeah. And I'm like, I actually enjoy this, and I and I enjoy. Finding out people's stories or things I'm interested in, and so it's been great. And I'm so thankful that you have this studio. So, but so, what was your process as far as so you rented the space? Yeah. How did you advertise? How did people find you?
1: Um, it was uh, we, so I, I I believe very heavily in social media. Um, not only is it uh, you know it's a very easy way to put up a post or even a simple image, and reach thousands of people immediately. So and on top of that for the most part it's free. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to put up a Facebook post or or Instagram post or Instagram story or, or tweet. And why more people aren't marketing digitally is beyond me because it's so and, you know it takes a little work but it's 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 free. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day you would have to pay to put an ad somewhere. You would you would have to, you know, print out business cards. I yeah, I, however people uh, advertised before um and it reached such it, it, before the internet whatever you advertise would probably reach locally but now the, it goes worldwide immediately mm-hmm. so uh, it was a lot of it, it was a lot of word of mouth um i uh, I was blessed with a pretty decent social media following um I was on a TV show for seven years uh, called comic book men so that built up a pretty good social media following um on the TV show for anybody who's seen it we're we podcast on every episode. There's scenes of us podcasting. So uh, I was able to kind of take that and market it as well. I was like, oh, see, I podcast on TV. Like, you know, obviously we're experts, so you should come podcast with us and see how much fun we're having. You could have that much fun too. So that was, uh, you know, I I took every advantage I could into marketing, but almost all of it was done through social media. Um, But I, I realized I was like, okay, you know, this will hit people. And it'll go worldwide, but our studio is physically located in New Jersey, so if someone saw it in California they it wouldn't have the same impact. Uh, you know they couldn't just hop in the car and drive down and start a podcast here. Um, so I was like, well how do i how do I get in front of the eyes and ears and attentions of the people locally So I uh, started attending events uh, there are so many networking events out there um, uh, there are chamber of commerces there are physical networking events that you can go to and meet fellow business owners and uh, fellow entrepreneurs and just people doing cool stuff. And we, uh, we preferably want people who want to start podcasting, come here to the studio and, and rent out the studio by the hour. That's our business model uh, for the most part. Um, although we can do virtual podcasts as well uh, through Zoom or streaming services. We, I prefer this. I like the face-to-face interaction. I think the conversations are better face-to-face. So I was like, well, we got to reach out to p- people who are are here, and who, uh, you know, who who would pay money for something like this? Who would rent on a studio by the hour? I was like, well, business owners could use this as a platform to promote themselves. Um, and uh, much like in the old days, when I was like, wow, I think everybody will need a website one day now the mindset is i think everybody should have a podcast either whether you're an individual but i think businesses it'll become a, an essential part of their marketing is to launch a podcast and so yeah i would go to networking events and talk to all the all the business people that showed up or business owners um, most of them small business owners and tell them why they should sort of podcast here and so for every networking event that i would go to um it, it would almost turn out that at least one or the two of the people I talked to would, would at least be either curious or come in and start uh, start a podcast. And I thought, wow, this is, that, this is pretty cool. And then they would tell their friends. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. Of, you got to hustle. It's a lot of hustling. <laughs> the, Any uh,
0: main network events like an annual one that you definitely have to attend every year you feel like is a good network?
1: Um, I don't know if there's one I can really mention specifically. There, there's, I, 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 there's so many too, but I, I literally just, uh, um, I'll go to Facebook and see what's going on for the week. And I know with everything going on now, those have all been kind of subdued or mm-hmm. not, or, or postponed. Um, but before, before the virus, yeah, there was one almost every week that you could find on Facebook. And a lot of them were in Asbury Park. I think, I think there's one literally called the Jersey Shore Networking Group or Jersey Shore Networking. Um, there's uh, there's one that meets weekly that uh, I became friends with a member. Uh, you know, while I'm not specifically a member, I actually went. Um, there's one called the the Jersey Shore Hustle Group. It's a it's called it's a Latip group. Uh, there's a there's a whole chain of uh, um, networking business called Latip, and then they're they're branched off into different areas. Um, yeah, I gotta give them a shout out. I I, <laughs> I went to one meeting to find out what it was all about at the urging of a friend. Uh, I met. Uh, it was seven AM. I think they meet seven A. M. every every Thursday in Esbury Park. I went down there, introduced myself, uh, met everybody else that was there. And then, you know, you have to pay a fee to join, so uh they're not they're not free, but I think the your return uh on on that kind of investment is will far outweigh anything that you pay. Um, I just I travel so much that I couldn't one of the rules is you had you you had to be there every go to every meeting or at least send a representative and uh, i was like oh man like i was honest with them i was like you guys are great i think i would fit in really well here but i can't commit to showing up on every thursday just because of my schedule Um, but from that one meeting uh, one of the guys called me up he was like hey I, i heard all about your podcast studio i guess he had just bought some podcasting gear wanting to start a podcast but he was like you know what I'm going to return this, and I'm going to come come to your studio. And the next week, him, he brought all the other people here. They took a class, and a bunch of them launched shows. So I got a lot of business out of that. And I, I didn't even really join as an official member. I kind of feel like I'm unofficial. though. I'll see them out <laughs> and about, and you know, we'll um, they'll invite me to some of their like non-member some of their their events every so often. So it's well it's well worth looking into. Uh, joining a chamber of commerce is not a bad idea if you're trying to get a business off off the ground or. Promote yourself, so, mm-hmm. um, so I think my lesson here is: while you can spend a lot of time marketing digitally, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta market face to face as well. You gotta go to these events. Um, who knows? If you meet somebody, you go. tell you'd never know who they're gonna tell. Like mm-hmm. maybe they won't come. May, maybe this isn't something that they want to do. But they'll be like, "Hey, my friend wants to." Or my sister was thinking about starting a podcast. Can can I connect you to? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, abs- yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but but beyond that, anybody coming in here. You gotta give them the ultimate experience because they will go and they will tell their friends. So um, that's what we try to do. Uh, First and foremost, uh, you know, great sounding, expertly recorded podcast that uh, that that you know you can launch, that you're proud of, that uh, that you that you loved recording. Uh, That's first and foremost. Uh, But actually, even beyond that is that you had a great experience. That's number one in my book. Is that. Uh, that you came you had a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you interviewed a friend or you had a group of friends or or, or you know, whatever you did. I, I just
0: think that having just the experience, the first experience is amazing. It's yeah. like a new experience. To, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then from there it could go wherever. It might yeah. be the one time, it might go into more. So Yeah,
1: to me fun I is I think it's fun. Fun is important though. I think uh, I, I mean there, there's so many things you do on a daily basis that aren't that much fun. And different. Uh, yeah. Something new. Yeah. So, so I, I. Yeah. If you have fun, then you, you're going to look forward to doing this many, many times, and that's what I want is that repeat business. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that's first and foremost. But I think we, we provide a pretty unique experience here as well. Um, there probably aren't a lot of rooms, you know, any place you go to that look like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, and I think we, it's yeah,
0: it's a beautiful studio and. I think it. Also, you represent it, and you're amazing. So, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I think right. all, I think
1: all this is a reflection of uh, of myself and what mm-hmm. I do. So, I want to pass that on to other people as well.
0: So, I just want to. I feel like we're getting close to time. Um, time's running out. But the last question on this. Which was how do you currently run and maintain your business, and then I want to go into podcasting.
1: Okay, um, I mean I don't sleep very much. Uh, <laughs> you know I don't eat regular meals. It's a lot of coffee, which is good because we have a coffee sponsor, so that's uh, that's good. But
0: but how do you run and maintain it? Like how does it work?
1: Um, I mean, so the basic business model is uh, you know, say you want to start a podcast, so hopefully you come and you take our class if you know nothing about if you've never done it before and you want the ends out you come and take classes a two-hour class yeah
0: no no not into that because i feel like i'm going to get into podcasting but how do you maintain your business
1: um as in uh i mean so you know everything's scheduled online so uh you know i'll um I'll, i'll check the calendar for the day to see who's coming in and uh i have we've we've grown, thankfully, so I've hired a couple employees, a couple uh, studio engineers, and we have two studios here, so we can get both of them going on at the same time, but, uh, yeah, I you know, people come in, and I I, I record them and give them a great experience. Do <laughs> you outsource um, us anything? Not... I try to do as much as I can here, and that, um, I think that that's a good thing, because... Saves me a lot of money. Uh, I have the background in graphic design, so if I need to put like a really cool looking Instagram post to advertise something, um, I can do that. Uh, I know how to set my own website, so I didn't have to outsource that. Um, All the recording, all that stuff is done in-house here. Yeah, I mean, but the flip side of that is, uh, you know, if you're doing all those things at once, where do you have time to do anything else? So um, I'm trying to slowly learn to delegate more, which is why I've hired a couple people um, who helped me out with that? But I, I think um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of work though. It's a it's a lot of work maintaining and doing sure. that.
0: But I mean, yeah, having your own business is always
1: <laughs> it's yeah like Twenty four seven. Yeah, outsourcing is tricky though. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, the first pe- few people you hire to do something might will probably not work out. Just uh, you know, maybe they don't have the they they don't have the same attitudes, values, whatever you're looking for uh you know just testing the waters and that is very tough which is why i try to do everything myself um as much as i can it uh yeah i'm gonna i'm not gonna tell you it's easy though but it's, it's a little more fulfilling though i um anything you need for your business that you can do yourself typically you're gonna do it faster and you're gonna put more time into it but that being said you know there are some things i don't know how to do like i can't do construction i can't you know i don't build things so um yeah, uh, yeah, I I found good people for stuff like that. Okay, um, but I think the best advice, as uh, I have contacted you know, businesses are sort of large businesses, but they start out small. It's like, hey, what, what, uh, you know, what kind of advice would they like? How do you do all of this? How do you? you it looks like you do a million things. Like, how are you? How are you standing up straight right now? And um, the uh, the number one advice I've gotten is uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I learn to delegate. It's like, I delegate as much as I can. You know, it looks like I'm doing everything, but. A lot of it's delegated out. You have to kind of cede that control and go. find good people <laughs> that will do good work for you. So it's uh, I'm learning very slowly, but it's uh, that's that was good advice.
0: Okay, thanks. I don't know if
1: that answered your question or not. Yeah, but, no, yes. Okay. I mean,
0: that was good. Thank you. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is the podcast. Yeah. So briefly... Please briefly explain the ins and outs of podcasting. I know, like, I feel like we're running out on time, so I'm trying to think what's I mean, like, most important to at, mention. At the,
1: at the basic of it, like mm-hmm. when I grew up, uh, I listened to the radio, I was like, "Wow, these DJs sound like mm-hmm. they were having a lot of fun." I, um, and then as I got older, I started listening to guys like Howard Stern. I think Howard Stern was a big influence on a lot of podcasters and a lot of people in the radio. And the, the biggest reason why I was like, "Wow, he's so like he." He can say, it seemed like he could say whatever he wants. He's, this guy's so crazy. It seems like he has no, like no one's controlling him. No one's telling this guy what he can and can't do or what he can and can't say. And it was entertaining. Uh, he was so different from everybody else. But he was like, wow, this guy, he's he's dirty and he's uh, he's off, uh, you know, he's off the rails, this guy. But it was entertaining. It was like, man, I, I want to. He's. It sounds like so much fun. Like, wouldn't it be cool if me and my friends had our own show, like like Howard Stern did, and we could do whatever he wanted? Um, It sounded like fun, but there was no podcasting back then. So, um, if you wanted, if you wanted to start a show, uh, before you would have to go to like a radio school or something, and then go start a radio program. But now, like anybody can do this, and I like. I think that's the thing I love most about this is anybody um you know your grandmother could start a podcast like there are no there really there are no limits and i really like it because there are no rules you can you can say whatever you want you can start a show about uh you know basket weaving or yarn dying or you know whatever you're into there's no one saying it's like no you shouldn't do that you can't do that or you shouldn't do that there everyone should be talking about whatever they're into no matter how big it is or how niche it is and um yeah, I, I think uh, I think this is like the kind of like a one true pure format where uh, you can hear uh, you can get really real about people.
0: Okay, and then I cut you off before, but I think you were starting to say the process when people come in. You said there's like a two hour class. What is that process?
1: Um, basically, the two hour class. So the first hour, uh, you know, we give you an instruction. Everything we've learned in the last ten years. Uh, um, you know, everything from uh, recording gear, do's and don'ts uh what you know where we made mistakes or where, where where we succeeded we we pretty much focus more on the succeed, uh, succeeded than than the failures but you know there there are little there they are little specific questions and you know can i use copyrighted music uh, no you can't or uh you know where how do you get onto iTunes or Spotify um how do you outline your show before you begin how do you prepare uh what you should look for if you want to co-host or if you're doing it by yourself. All kinds of technical details and, and technical details, some words of encouragement, um, just uh, you know, instruction. And then the second hour, uh, we actually sit down, we record a podcast. That way, when you leave here, you're like, wow, I, I took a podcast class. I learned how to podcast. I have a podcast that's online right now. That you know, By the time you walk out the door, you, uh, you will have recorded a podcast. At the end of the class and that was always the dream i was like wow that would be pretty cool if uh people took the class and then when they left they could officially say that they were podcasters because they recorded an episode and then after that hopefully they come back every week and and continue that show that they started um but that's a basic process if you have a show already uh uh, yeah you sign up and uh, uh you get an hour time here with an engineer and you come in and uh and you record if you have any questions we can answer them for you uh if you have um you know if you want to learn how to make it better or how you're doing or um you know any anything that we can give you advice on uh we're here for everybody pretty much 24 7.
0: are there any free posting, podcasting platforms
1: uh there are i think there's one called anchor it's uh, anchor.fm where you can go and you can record and upload i think the only catch is uh, they'll insert ads in your podcast. Um, I think one of the other catches is like, hey, we'll let you upload your show here for free, but before every episode, you have to record a commercial for for us. So you have to be like, hey, this podcast was recorded on Anchor. It was free. This is why it's great. Uh, now on with the show. Um, so it's not completely free. It's free you know, as in you don't have to give them a credit card number, but you do have to give back and, and, uh, and add time.
0: Okay, so what are the podcasting platforms
1: Uh, oh there's so many uh there's (laughs) uh, there's there's one called libsyn there's one called podbean there's one called blueberry uh there's the one we use is called soundcloud um i think uh i I like that because the soundcloud is very easy to connect to itunes spotify and google podcasts and it's also uh they're also very fast they're also very cheap too it's about uh, it's about 12 bucks a month and that's when i recommend to all of our podcasters here uh, just because it's very easy to use and not very complicated, so um, you know, you record an episode, upload it, type in a description, put on your artwork, and that's pretty much it.
0: And how do people find your podcast?
1: Um, mainly on, uh, uh, we both have iPhones, so there's a podcast app. Uh, our, most smartphones come with a podcast app built into them, or, or um, and I think most people listen to podcasts on the go, uh, whether they're in their car working out, taking a walk, or, uh, you know, um, my wife listens to them while laying in bed at the end of the night. So um, uh, so I think most people will listen via a podcasting app on their phone. Um, there are uh, they're apps that, you know, on laptops. There are podcasting apps built into cars now, which is pretty cool. Uh, but I think most people find it uh, by, by searching on their phone. Usually on the podcast app. Uh, Spotify, though, is making a huge run at becoming the number one podcasting, the place you go when you wanna to listen to a podcast. So uh, more more often than not, you can go into Spotify and search for uh, either a podcast on maybe a specific subject that you're into. Or uh, maybe if if you have a friend that started a show, uh, you can search for them by name or whatever their podcast name is and it'll it'll pop up. So I think Spotify is trying to take over as uh, as the go-to for listening to podcasts.
0: Okay. So what is the difference between having a podcast with a shared universe or having your own?
1: (laughs) So, um, you know, this is something that we were facing when we started this, is like, okay, people could start here, but what about the people who've started their own shows um, already? why would they come here to record and uh so we started thinking about it so most people start their podcast but they're recording they don't have anywhere to go so they'll set up a little studio in their kitchen or their bedroom or their office uh we had a couple friends who started he cleaned out his garage and he put all his podcast gear in there um but you know let's say you want a guest to come over um a lot of people don't want them to come over to their, their their messy houses Or if they record at home, maybe your dogs or kids are running around and they keep distracting you. Um, It's uh, you know, and so we wanted to set up an environment that even if you had your own podcast, that you would want to come to. It's like, oh man, let's record at a shared universe this week. Um, So maybe they won't necessarily come every week, but even if we could get them to come down once a month as a way to get out of their 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 bedroom studio (laughs) or their kitchen studio and have a lot of fun here um that they would want to do it so but um even even my analogy yeah anyone could start a podcast at home or their office uh you know it's not anyone can go get a couple microphones and a recorder and start a podcast it's like well so we wanted to build the environment that people want to look forward to here but as my analogy which uh you know you and i can understand is um like we could do yoga at home anyone could do it take a yoga class at home but I, I, there's nothing like going to a studio. There's nothing like taking a class with a great instructor, and feeling all the other energy of all the other students and the environment. Uh, maybe you go to hot yoga. Maybe they, they dim the lights. Uh, you know, whatever you're into. There's nothing like going to a class. So I, uh, I, I've been I've been practicing for over ten years. I don't like doing it at home. Or I have office space. I have plenty of space here. Um, I'll do it here in a pinch. But it's not it's not the same. Mm -hmm. and uh, i think a lot of people found that out when uh during the virus you know Mm -hmm. i I took some zoom classes and same instructor same quality of instruction but it wasn't the same and i think that's the analogy here is you're gonna it's a totally different environment uh you're gonna have a lot of fun here you're gonna want to you're you're gonna want to bring your friends here and uh even like if you have guests that have never been here you are know, like, oh, you got to check this place out. Like, I can't, you know, you can't wait for other people to see this place. So, um, and, you know, we'll, we're, and, you know, although you rent this place out by the hour, we're available all the time if you need advice. We want to encourage this format. We want everybody to be podcasting. Um, hopefully they podcast here. But, uh, we, you know, we just want to really encourage the, the format in this medium because I think it's so much fun and so powerful that i think everybody should be doing this Mm -hmm. so yeah we lend a lot of encouragement a lot of advice and um also uh with all the people in here we want we want people to network too we want podcasters to meet other fellow podcasters we want people we want to bring people together so you know we'll throw events we'll throw parties uh we want to do like a once a month podcast meetup somewhere which we can't do now but once things get better uh, that's something that we've always wanted to do. Um, but nothing makes me happier than uh, maybe one show it's finished up and they're leaving another one's coming in and they meet each other. they like, hey, what's your podcast about? Oh, man, really? That's really cool. You know what? Uh, what are you doing next week? Can you come be a guest on my show? It, it meant nothing makes me happier than seeing podcasters cross over and being on other people's shows. And it happens here all the time. That makes mm-hmm. me really happy. So you can't get that if you're doing it at home. Uh, you might not even get that if you go to some other studio. You know, it's it's a, it might be a totally different environment, but we want everybody to meet each other. I think that their strength in numbers, and I think this is such a cool thing when you meet other podcasters. It's uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's 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 uh it's like being a part of a team, I guess, or or I guess like a club or something. You know, it's like oh man, you have a podcast, so do I. Like let's you know, how long have you been going? What's yours about? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, just it's it's a cool. It's a cool part. It's it's a cool environment to be in. That's what we want to provide here.
0: No, I agree. And like how you said before, you kept saying, I was a nerd and I did this, but I feel like now it's the norm. It's not nerds anymore. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Not at all. (laughs) Not
1: at all. Yeah. And that's when I realized that this would work. Like you can't.
0: (laughs) I think it crossed over that it's a universal thing. Yeah.
1: You know, you can start a business based on, you know, something niche, but Mm -hmm. if everybody can do it, then you're going to be that much more successful.
0: Mm hmm. So, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they best reach you?
1: Uh, we are all over. So, the website, first and foremost, uh, as the ultimate digitally, digital marketing tool, is ashareduniverse.com. And uh, the same thing all across social media at Ashared Universe on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, our numbers is on there. Uh, if you. I think I didn't know I, anyway, I didn't know how many people would actually pick up a phone and call but it's quite people use a phone a lot these <laughs> days so don't if you are a business owner or other, do not discount the phone number uh, our phone number here is seven three two eight seven six three three six seven but if you you can text that number as well I'll get back to you immediately if you want to send an email uh, you can send it to info at a com but uh, we're no strangers on social media so if you want to contact on uh, us on that um, it'll probably be me replying so you know very very uh personal service here for sure um but yeah if you've been thinking about starting a podcast maybe you're you're on the fence uh jump off the fence and come here like we'll we'll get you going immediately and uh and it'll be it'll be a fun experience for sure
0: anything else you would like to say or add that i didn't cover and you would like to mention
1: um i think just yeah if uh I think a lot of people, especially now, you know, with things being as weird as they are now, have been th- thinking about starting a show and not knowing where to begin and not wanting to buy equipment and not knowing where to start or even just uh, what they would podcast about. Um, yeah, contact us. Don't, don't think about it. Do it. Because, uh, yeah, I, and I'll, I'll warn you right now, it's, it's addicting. It's, <laughs> uh, it's addicting. Once you get those first couple shows, you'll, you will you will want to keep going. And um once you start that show you you will spend a lot of spare time thinking of ideas for your next episodes or what you could do or um things like that uh it's fun to start your own show to be your own producer to book your own guests to control every aspect and direction of your own show and and um do it for a podcast and you know it's very it's just uh, now is it very easy it's just fun like i can't stress that enough it's it's really cool and uh it's fun pulling up spotify and seeing that your show is listed on there and uh it's even better when you hit that day when people off the street were like hey i i listen to your podcast it's really good um keep going it's great
0: perfect (laughs) (laughs) thank you again so much for doing this podcast with me today you are awesome and i love your studio And this concludes our podcast. Have a great day, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed it.